Hey guys, welcome back to Talk3D. Today in episode two, we have Frank here from freertesla.com. Frank's the owner and founder of that company, and he has an incredible story about how 3D printing took him on this journey to having freertesla.com and the incredible products that he's making. So, Frank, welcome. Hey guys. <laughs> so I wanna first, you know, have you tell your story because I think it's incredible how we met just a year ago and to started on this journey uh, of 3D printing. So can, can you take us back to the very beginning, even before the 3D printing, you know, how did we get started? What was the motivation for your company? Sure, so um, I got really, really into Tesla. I think as most people that own Teslas are, they're super enthusiastic about their, their cars. Um, I bought a Model 3 about a year and a half ago and uh, super, super excited about it and the company and Elon Musk and obviously, you know, everyone that has a Tesla's a super fan. Um, but uh, there's the community, the Tesla community is a great community because everybody is always trying to, you know, do something new or, you know, create something for, for the cars, for the community. Um, and uh, just like that, you know, I, I, in driving the car, everyone that has a Tesla just loves driving it. And you start to see things that might be cool to have. And um, I took one really long road trip. How long was this road trip, by it, the way? It was 4,500 miles. Okay, so we're not talking like a, a, a road trip that normal people would do. You literally drove across the continent with this. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Chris crossed. <laughs> and... Um, so I, you know, in doing that road trip, I saw a really big need. There was there was no way to mount. I, I really wanted an iPad in there, um, but there was there was no iPad mounts. No matter you know where I looked on the market, there was no iPad mounts available that fit really nicely. And people that have Teslas, they have they want their you know everything to look like it was part of the car. And okay, but before we get there, why do you need an iPad? Doesn't your Tesla? Tesla uh, 3 come with a giant screen already? Yes, it does. But of course, not every app is on that screen. And so there's definitely in apps, especially if you're on a, such a long road trip with, with a passenger, they want to be able to have an iPad there. They don't want to be holding it the whole time. So th I saw a really great opportunity to make a, a product. I saw a need, you know, I figured if I see the need, then hopefully there's, you know, thousands of other people like me. But you came to it from a perspective of kind of like a consumer who has a Tesla 3 who could use this product. What makes you think that you could just make it on your own? Because you're not a manufacturer. You weren't a manufacturer anyway prior to this. Yeah, that's true. I took a chance. Um, but, uh, you know, that's when I thought, okay, I contacted Shop3D. I got uh, an Ultimaker and I started learning how to use it and how to prototype stuff. I mean, I knew a little bit about how to 3D print and I knew design. So that part wasn't too difficult. But I, it, I took the time to really prototype, iterate the product, make it better and better and better and, and make it perfect. Um, and I just took, you know, several months to, to prototype it. You know, I sent some people for testing and uh, eventually after many months, uh, I got to the product that I have now, which was great. It let me prototype rapidly, multiple iterations as quickly as possible. I think you're downplaying this a little bit because 
you know, most people have a little bit more hesitation saying, hey, I'm gonna build this product that, that doesn't exist. So what was your mentality like? It's like, did you just think, hey, you know what? All I need are some tools and I can already get started and I'm just gonna take the next step. What is your mentality? What's your inspiration to just keep driving forward even though you don't really have experience uh, in manufacturing? You know, How did you think that you could overcome that or did you just not overthink it? Uh, I thought, <laughs> I thought to myself, um, I mean, I think I took cues from Elon Musk, which his mentality is uh, keep iterating the design until it's perfect. Right. So that's what 3D printing allows you to do. It allows you to, to rapidly prototype and iterate many designs over and over and over again until you perfect the design. Did you have any doubts while you were, you know, in your early phase of prototyping? Were you like, oh wow, this is not going to work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, tell yeah. me a little bit about some of those hesitations. Like, what came up in your head where you're like, this might stop me from doing it? Yeah, I think there was, there was a couple times where uh, the design, I thought, would fail and not work at all. Um, it's, so there, there was a couple of start and stop points where we got up to a certain point and then I just sort of gave up. Okay. <laughs> and then thought to myself, you know, this isn't going to work. And so it wasn't as smooth as you originally no, said. It, no, no, like, that's true. Oh, I just did this, this, and this, and then now I have a product. There were certainly some points where you're like, I'm running into some problems that I need to solve uh, to get to the next step. Yeah, there were definitely design issues, um, you know, with getting the product to fit really nicely, really perfectly, uh, have it last a long time, um, and be able to, you know, withstand all the pressures of the heat, um, and, and just fit in the car really nicely and work and blend in with the car. So that was tough. Um, and so that's a good segue. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about your product. Let's talk about the iPad mount. Yeah. You know, tell me some of the features and some of the design considerations that you made uh, and put into the product um, that uh, we should know about. So I don't have a Tesla, so yeah. I'm not going to be able to use it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, tell me a little bit, if I did have a Tesla, why should I get this mount? <laughs> well, I think a big component was that I wanted it to work with any iPad no matter what size. So that was um, an issue. And, and it also had to be very unobtrusive. So most mounts that you see, you know, whether it's for your phone or your iPad, either have like a magnet, which is usually, that's a really good design, um, or they clamp on. And, and, and the ones that clamp on are like very bulky. Yeah. So I wanted it to be not bulky. So that was a design problem. Um, it had to be sturdy and that was a design problem, you know, it had, there's only, there's very few points where it can actually like clamp on into the car. Um, and, and it had to work with every iPad and so that was also a design problem. Eventually we were able to tackle all of those and make it work. Fantastic. And, yeah. you know, I've seen it. Um, I've seen, seen it in action and, you know, the one astounding thing about the product that I've noticed is that when you mount your iPad to it, it looks like it's integrated into the car just like as if there was another screen below the main screen of the Tesla 3. And I think that was some of the aesthetic that you were going for uh, when designing the product and making it unobtrusive and it almost looks like it's just someone ordered a dual screen Tesla 3, right? That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure that's something that you wanted too, like if they had that in, 
early on, you probably would have ordered it, but now you've made a solution for that. Yeah, it has, yeah, it was important to have it flow with the car, um, you know, and, and work with any iPad, um, and hopefully soon any tablet, period. Um, so let's talk yeah. about while you were still prototyping. You, you did hit some hurdles, and some of them were 3D printing related. Can we talk through some of those problems that you ran into, um, and uh, you know how far did 3D printing get you along the prototyping phase until finally you know mass production? Okay, um, so initially we were using PLA, but there was obviously problems with that because of heat, and you know if if you, if it was a very very hot environment, you know, PLA is loses its. Um, and you were in California at the time. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so I tested it there. But that's when we just switched to ABS, which is great because it's basically the same as you know the material that you would when if you injection molded it. Um, but uh, so I think that was a, a definitely a large hurdle. Um, you know, uh, fit and finish wise, um, getting something to look like super polished with three D printing was also some a key thing. But um, I think we were able to get around most of that. Yeah, and uh, you did a lot of this just with an Ultimaker 2 single extruder. Yeah. You know, not too fancy, but it just got you there and it just... How, how long has your printer been working since you started this project? Yeah, I mean, it just go nonstop for <laughs> a year and a half, really. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then you just have family members reload, fill a bit, <laughs> yeah. and keep printing, right? It's, uh, it's, it's a whole workforce. <laughs> <laughs> and you still only have one machine currently, right? Yeah, I basically just do all the prototyping on that. Fantastic. Yeah. And did you take the printer with you all across the country while yes. you were running your road trip? Yeah, I just took it with me. Um, and it, it, it stays with me. It's part of me now. Okay. Well, <laughs> I heard that you were trying to get it to run while it was in the Tesla. That would have been a funny experiment. Yeah. Uh, just for, I think, you know, posterity or just, just as a... A fun video, really, but nothing. Maybe set a world record, the first 3D printer inside a Tesla. Yeah, crossing the that, country. That, it might be fun just to do that. Just you know, I don't think <laughs> we'd use it to get anything like usable. Maybe prototype stuff, but uh, that would be. I just thought of that would be a fun video to make for sure. For sure. Yeah. So in terms of the whole manufacturing kind of timeline from inception of the concept yeah. to mass manufacturing. Uh, it's approximately how long did you take? Um, I would say from inception to mass manufacturing, I could say about four months, I okay. think. Um, yeah, about four, maybe five months. That's really fast. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, you know, again, it, it, iterating the design was, was the longest because there were so many design changes that were very minute. How many versions do you think you made? Probably about... 300. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that, that uh, speaks to the volumes in which you were reiterating, yeah. testing the product, and then validating, and then doing it all over again until it's perfect. And yeah. now you're happy with the design. Yeah. Now it's perfect. Yep. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe more. It could have been 400 okay. designs. <laughs> Do you think that right. if we kept going, that there would be a version 2 that's even better than what mm, you got now? No, I think it's pretty much there. Okay. Um, the only thing... You know, is that just making it fit with other uh, tablets? But, um, but you know, no, it's pretty much there. Awesome. Yep. And then you launch for your Tesla.com. 
Uh, tell me about a little bit about your your website, uh, what it shows on there, and uh, you know what other things that you have going uh, other than this iPad mount. Yeah. So well, we're launching another iPad mount for the 2021 Model 3 because they decided because uh, Elon decided to change the center console where it mounts. Um, so we're going to we we have the new design for that, and that's nice. going to come out soon. Um, and we're designing other products. So we've got a, a new charger cap, something to protect your, your charger uh, cable. Um, that's going to come out uh, very soon. So Frank, I want to dive into a little bit of the technology in which you use during prototyping. Because I think we kind of glazed over and just said, hey, we prototyped. Yeah. But there's a lot more to that. You know, and part of it you know, is about the technology you were using. Part of it was about the materials that you were using. Tell us a little bit about your journey for prototyping and what kind of technology you used and why you chose that. Um, so we used the Ultimaker 2 Plus. Um, we did our prototyping um, using ABS, which was great because that's what you would um, have the product be made out of once you go mass production. Um, you know, and your it, goal was always to do a final injection. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so we always wanted to have it injection molded, so it was great because you know that, that the 3D print prototypes and stuff are, are going to match up with the injection molded version pretty closely. So, and, uh, and your current part consists of two sections, right? One hard uh, object and one softer object to protect your iPad? Yeah, so you know, I guess the concern was um, protecting the, uh, the Tesla, any parts that come into contact with the Tesla, and of course the, um, the iPad. So, there was, you know, it was part one part is ABS and one part was um, like a softer material uh, like TPU um, or, or silicone like in the, the production version. Um, but um, so, so it was great because, you know, we were able to um, get all of those um, things created in pretty much final form um, using the Ultimaker. So, um, and it was great because the Ultimaker could print, you know, all the types of materials that we needed. And, and during your prototyping phase, I do recall you contacting us and say, hey, what other materials were available? And you, you also did test some other technologies that we have. I think we used the Form 3 as well uh, for some of your prototypes. So tell me a little bit about that phase when you tried different materials and different uh, 3D printing technologies. Um, so we wanted to test out um, uh, softer materials. And um, that's when. Um, I contacted you. Uh, I, that's when I contacted Shop 3D to to check out, you know, um, trying out some elastic resin materials that are softer, um, which is again really incredible that we can uh, prototype and test like different types of materials to see which one works better. Yeah, I think we were able to just print some samples for you to test, and uh, what was the result of that? Was it too soft, or did you end up going back to TPU? Um, I think you know for sort of production type stuff, like early production stuff, we, we went to TPU um, uh, for, for now, because that just sort of, that sort of worked. Um, it, it just had the right properties. Um, and then uh, we ended up, you know, for once we went injection on a silicone, which is, you know, even more soft, which is great, but it had all the properties we were looking for. So um, it was great. And I know that uh, when we did our prototyping, we didn't have the fuse in the background here. 
uh, available for you. And that was something that I think we all thought, oh man, Frank would benefit from this because we could do a short run uh, and uh, we'll have SLS parts. Uh, and I did show you a part that, uh, that you had uh, made with SLS. What did you think about that? It was amazing. Um, yeah, the part you showed me was, was really, really great. Uh, it was super rigid, looked like it still had flexibility rigidness with flexibility pretty amazing uh, and lots of impact strength so the the part was amazing um, so uh, I think that if we were able to show you earlier you probably would have been like this is almost production level that's production level right yeah it's it was it it seemed to me it had all the properties you would need for a, a mass production version yeah and you could just go straight to production using that, which is incredible. Yeah. Well, it's unfortunate that they w we didn't have it last year when you started prototyping, but uh, uh, at this point, you're into that mass production phase anyway, so you're kind of beyond it. But maybe in the next product uh, development that you have, you know, this is something that we could deploy, you know, for your purpose. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really viable option. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us, tell me a little bit more about this Tesla community, because um, you keep saying it like it's a thing, but for those of us who are not in that community, what was it like and what was the support and feedback from that community for your product? Yeah, so the community has been great and they really help you and send you feedback and help promote. And, you know, guys like Mother Frunker, he was awesome. You know, check out his YouTube channel. He's got really cool videos and reviews on everything Tesla related. And, you know, he was awesome giving me feedback and telling me, you know, just advice on like design changes or just any you know product, you know anything product related. He was he was really cool, and he did the first you know review video, which was really cool. Um, you know, uh, Tesla Raj was amazing. He, the guy was super friendly, amazing guy, and he helped you know promote my product. Um, you know, uh, Robert Rosenfeld did an amazing review video too, and um, uh, DriveTeslaCanada.ca they did. A really great review. Um, all these guys, like the community is amazing. Um, I can't thank them enough. That sounds fantastic. It really does seem tight knit, and I'm, I want to be part of that club. <laughs> How do I get to be part of that club? Buy a Tesla. Okay. <laughs> Buy a Tesla and buy an iPad now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, yeah. Frank, congratulations on starting for your Tesla. Um, for those who are interested in the product, they can certainly go there uh, to find more about Frank and his product uh, and to order your own. Where can we get your product um, outside of that? Uh, so we're launching on Amazon um, and that's where it will be um, pretty much exclusively. Uh, it'll be on, on Amazon, but, um, but I think there'll still be some orders that go through the website. You know. Great. Well, this is Frank from FreeTesla.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thank <laughs> you.